Health Podcast with Ben Canning and Dave Kennedy. Two guys heading out to hack body, mind, business, and beyond. We are here to provide a single source, bullshit-free guide to understanding your body and how you can live better for longer. Yo, uh, happy new year. This is the first we've recorded in the year. Um, I'm Ben Canning. I'm Dave Kennedy. And this is Hacking Your Health Podcast. Good. What a, we got it. You did it. You did it. I yeah. think that was a good one this year, this week. Yeah. yeah. This year. <laughs> this year. This year. We did the first, first one was a good year. First one. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. So what's going on? Well, this is, you know, as you mentioned, our first podcast of the year, even though uh, we had a, a podcast release the first year we recorded, you know, we recorded a week before. So um, this is officially our first podcast of the year. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we uh, I had a good time with family, friends, all that good stuff. Unfortunately, uh, my kids came down with COVID. I think everybody's going through that, that crazy situation right now. But uh, luckily, uh, Aaron, and I did not. Um, and uh, I, you know, I got all my training in. And uh, it was funny. I was, uh, I, my wife got me gift cards for this massage place to go get sports massages. And, um, the, the ladies like you worked out on, on Christmas day and New Year's day. I'm like, yeah, wh- wh- who, who would not work out on Christmas day and New Year's day? She's like, I, I took breaks. She, she lives as well. And, uh, you know, she, she's like, you t- I, I take breaks on, on holidays. I'm like, not me, man. I'm not missing my you're day. You're not committed all. enough. Yeah. You're not committed you're enough. You're not you, committed you, enough. Get to it. You, Open presents in the gym, kids. All right, let's go. <laughs> no, but how's it going with you, man? How was your holidays? Uh, yeah, it was actually good. Um, as I sort of said last week, I just sort of took a bit of a chill week, just did what needed to be done um, in terms of check-ins, caught up with a couple of guys and just had a pretty chill week. And then it was nice sort of coming back to some level of normality this week, though, routine and just sort of day-to-day, harbors back-to-day curse stuff like that. So, yeah, everything's good. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm excited. Um, there seems to be a lot of uh, activity, social media, we have health activity over the past yeah. couple of days, which is good to see. So, um, and the Discord chat seems to be lit. I actually spent probably about three hours just going through like all this sort of separate channels that I never would really go in. And there's a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> like, so my yeah. one of my goals for this year is, and anybody who's listening who's in it is, I will be more present in most of the channels as much as possible because I would just go to the like general or if I'm tagged in something. So. Thanks to everybody who contributes, and I will definitely, definitely be contributing more. Yeah, I'll tell you the the amount of people that have been talking about it, wanting to change, you know, their, themselves and be healthier for this year. You know, I, I feel like it's more than just a New Year's resolution. It's it's more so, you know, I think they really want to take action and kind of reset. The movement. Think, yeah, it's a movement. You know, we're we're making ourselves healthy and doing it the right way. And uh, you know, it's been really awesome to see a lot of folks with that have already had a lot of success, um, and folks that are you know still in progress. You know, Chris's post was was absolutely inspiring. Uh, for where he was to where he is now, he looks incredible. I mean, my gosh, uh, you know, total transformation right there from him. You know, you look at what's are going on gonna, with Heath and Nigel. Gonna, are you not going to slit him? I'm not going to make no. fun of him. No, he will listen. listen. He will listen, listen to this. Like, there, and there, are, nice. there are certain times where you need to give some sort of level of positivity. And I, and, and I was going to wait a little bit halfway through the podcast and then rip on him to let you know. Like, you got to build well, him well. up a little bit and then put him down. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, one thing that I would like to say, and I was going to tweet this, but I didn't know how to get my words in the right order. So, the funny thing about the situation that I find myself in with you and with Chris and with everybody and with the sort of wider information security, cybersecurity industry is, to me, 
you are just Dave and Chris is just Chris. Now, obviously, your role within the industry is massively different than the way that the perspective and people have on you. So I think that I want to give credit to you and to Chris as sort of leaders within the industry as and people who are trying to make a change in an entire industry and leading from the front because... As you said, as we said a hundred times, you know, the industry itself is a naturally unhealthy one. And I think if we can sort of start to change that and start to change the way of thinking and, you know, you guys as people who are well respected within the industry doing that and helping other people is a massive thing. So I want to give you credit for that. No, hey, I, I'm, I'm just glad to be part of this. You know, what, what energizes me is uh, seeing folks uh, taking control of their lives because, you know, it's, it's something that I struggled with myself. You know, like I went through that same road. I went through that whole process of being overweight, being obese, not feeling good, not being healthy, not thinking that I could ever, you know, accomplish what I've accomplished now. Um, and, and the truth of the matter is, you know, making excuses for myself saying, hey, I'm big boned or this is just my genetics or this is how I am. Uh, and, and not taking control of myself. And, and that's the biggest thing that I think everybody has to understand is that if you invest time in this, you break your habits, uh, you will be successful in this journey, uh, you know, regardless of, of where you're at. And I understand there are, you know, health ailments, physical ailments, uh, you know, genetics that do play roles in things. Obviously, those are, those are all things that you have to understand your body with. But, you know, the only person that you're competing with is yourself, right? And, you know, you need to be happy with yourself. And if you're not happy with yourself, make small incremental changes uh, to be successful with it. And, you know, it's just been awesome to see um, folks change their lives in a positive way, live longer. I mean, that's I mean, what's what's the greatest gift in life than then you're helping somebody live longer so they can be there for their families? You know, like that is awesome. Right. And obviously you get to see it because you're the one that's actually training people and keeping them motivated and helping them out day in and day out and helping them live longer. Uh, just to be a part of that is, is truly just humbling. And, uh, just, you know, it's just awesome to be part of this community. It's just a great, great, great group of, of folks. I love them all. I agree. I agree. And that sort of leads us. Well, I mean, I think we're still on the fence as to what we're actually going to talk about today, but obviously you we have a lot of topics. We've got a lot to cover. <laughs> we, we can have like 17 podcasts and stuff that we, uh, got, got, we talked about today. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So we want to sort of follow on from last week in terms of the mindset thing and lead into a bit into habits. One thing I would like to say is I was watching stuff on some stuff on YouTube. I don't know where these people come from or like what needs to happen to have one of these like super motivational voices to just say words over like inspirational pictures that like make you go shit i didn't get my fucking life together so you, you gotta get like inspiring sound too you gotta like like yeah. rise up as your yeah, voice yeah, goes yeah. And somebody everything. needs to do yeah, the yeah. music and then the images and i'm like i'm sold whatever <laughs> this guy playing basketball in the rain i'm like i'm gonna be in the nba that's what it's going but uh but yes, anyway, so we want to we wanna talk a bit about habits and building habits. Now, I know that you're going to come from the aspect of the Huberman Labs, Huberman's, Huberman Labs Huberman. podcast. Huberman. I mean, guess Huberman. where you're from. I don't know. We'll ask him when he's on the podcast when we actually get him on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so first question, how do we actually say your name? Um, no, so you're going to come from that perspective, and I did listen to that podcast earlier on. Um, but I'm going to come from it from a slightly different angle, I think. And I think sort of the first thing that I want to say on the, the habit perspective, it's not necessarily about having the end goal in mind. It's about what that entails and the person that you want to become. So I'll use the example of uh, running a marathon. Okay. If you decide for whatever reason that you want to run a marathon, the goal necessarily is not to run a marathon the goal is to become a runner so it's what habits do you need to start to put into your life and do on a day-to-day -day basis to allow you to become a runner which will allow you 
to then run a marathon. So it's thinking about the person that you want to become that does those sort of things rather than just thinking with the end goal in mind. So if you think about the start and everything that you need to do, and I guess it sort of touches the same on the, the visualization stuff that we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, whenever you actually visualize each individual part that you need to do. And um, it's in that, in that same sort of scope. Um, so if you think about everything that you need to do to become that sort of person and set yourself up with an actual plan, instead of being like, I want to run a marathon, I'm just going to run every day. Not really a very specific plan. So having sort of things that are in line with, okay, runners run marathons. That's the sort of person I want to come. How do I do that? Yeah, I think I think visualization and building yourself out a, a, a plan of how to execute on that short term, mid term, and long term is is really important. You know the you know we always like to reference Huberman's Labs podcast because it's just you know phenomenal data on the science behind what we're talking about, right? Um, and the approach of things that that can help change things that that are going to be more successful than you know a fad diet or you know you know hey run you know. I don't know, you know, whatever the crazy cardio stuff is. And, and, you know, if you do 5,000 bicep curls a day, you're going to be looking like Arnold in two weeks. You know, it's, you know, it, it it's, it's really taking a look at it and saying, we, we talked about the mindset aspects last week, right? Um, you know, we retouched that. We obviously had a podcast and it's one of the most important aspects is getting your mind right. But how do you start to get into a habit of making this your lifestyle, right? Just like you've made yourself a habit of not having a healthy lifestyle. It's it's your habit that you created for yourself and that's how you've programmed your brain. So how do we rewire our brain to live a habit of a healthy lifestyle? And you know, there was a, I was going through a a um social media stream yesterday and uh someone had had said something to the fact of like I'm just really impressed and and how Dave is just always motivated. I wish I had one fraction of that or whatnot. And, and he had asked me, he's like, did, did you start off like that? And the answer to that is, is absolutely not. You know, I started off small, right? You know, I, I wasn't running a five minute mile. I wasn't, you know, working out six days a week. Uh, you know, I, I do that now because I really enjoy it and I've created it to be a, a habit. But when I first started, it was the, the minor changes in my life that made a big difference in the long term success of that. Uh, and, and two of the, most important ones for me, and this is just for me, this doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody else, but two of the most important things that I ever said to myself was a promise. One, I would log all my food always, right? And as long as I'm logging my food, I know that I'm going to be in some sort of, you know, if, if I'm going to eat like shit, I know I'm going to eat like shit. I'm going to feel like I eat like shit and I'm going to know it, right? And so I have those 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 confines of saying, okay, I'm going to log every single day. I'm 400 plus days now, you know, logging straight. I haven't missed one day. Even when I was doing those what a 2022 fast. flex. How many yeah. how many days my fitness pal you logged in for? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, and that, that's a challenge. I mean, challenge yourself to do it. Even uh, when I was doing um, the the fasting for 24 hours, we used to do this this kind of program where we would you know just to try to see how our bodies would react to it. You know, we would try 24 hours. Well, Ben does it every so often, but from a digestive perspective. Uh, to let your 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 digestive tract, you know, kind of take a break. We would do a twenty four hour pa- uh, fast, and I hated them. By the way, those things suck ass. Uh, not one of those things I like doing. But but I'd still log that day. I'd like I, I'm adding water. I'll just fucking add water because that's all I have today. And you know I'm gonna be miserable, but I'm still logging in here. I'm not gonna not log, okay? Because I'm I'm not missing a day. So you know I will always log uh, my food. And that's that's number one. That was a small step, and that that is a small step. Like it's 30 seconds to add what you're putting into your mouth, right? If you can't take time to add into an app that takes 30 seconds, then you're not going to, you're not going to be committed to this at all. 
Uh, the second one is I don't give myself an option to not go to workout. It, it is, it is a hard, you have to go. Like my body doesn't have an option. My mind doesn't have an option. I'm going now. I, you know, like today's a great example. I, I texted Ben and I said, man, my total performance was shit today. And he's like, why is that? I was like, well, I was up drinking a whole bunch last night when I was playing video games and I definitely drank way too much on accident. It was definitely an accident. It crept up on me. I was like, oh man, I don't know if I can get upstairs. Um, <laughs> and so I woke up this morning feeling like total garbage. You know, I stayed up late. I didn't get my sleep. You know, I, I wasn't following my normal ritual, which is fine. Like if you want it, it's your decision to go and do that, but I'm not missing tra training. I'm not going to do it. So I got up. I felt like total crap. You know, I did not want to go. I'm complaining as I'm in the car. I'm complaining as I get to the treadmill, but I still, I was still there and I, I still completed it. And I have a sweat rule. This is the rule I created up. I'm just like, I'm going to go there and, and I'm going to break a sweat. And if once I break a sweat, if I still don't want to do it, then I can go home. And that's the rule, right? And guess what? There's not been one time where I've ever gone home. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to like leave now. People are going to be like, this guy's like, bitching out right now you know he's like you know he can't handle this workout i'm like i'm not gonna do that you know so so you know there, it's the little tiny things that you frame your mind in that start to create habits and 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 i'll um before i get into the 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 phase one phase two phase three of what huberman was talking about of how you change your habits there's there's ways of changing our habits short term like 24 hour period habits to start to create and then longer term that take a little bit longer uh, to create. I think he said 21 days is kind of the science behind this to create a, a, fl a full-fledged habit. So, um, but we'll get into that in a second. I, I'll pause it back back to you on, on your habits. Like for me, small habits start to create big results in the long run. I think two things that I want to say that might be a bit cryptic. Number one, the small things are the big things. So the small changes over time lead to the big results. It may not seem at the time that you know, they're doing much or having much impact, but six months down the line, a year down the line, when you look back at this one thing or two things you have done consistently over time, how much compounding interest that has over time. And obviously I've, I've shared the James Clear thing um, on Twitter, Atomic which Habits. Probably, yeah, which is probably the most retweeted or most interactive tweet that I've ever had. Um, and it's if you get 1% better every day, by the end of the year, you'll be, it's like 37.78% better just through compounding interest and showing up every single day. The other thing that I would say is small habit changes won't change your life, but small habit changes will change your life. And what I mean by that is they're not going to change yeah. your life right away. It's not going to be something that's totally drastic and totally massively overhauling your entire life, but continuously getting better over and over again is going to allow you to change your life on a much bigger scale. And I think doing it on a smaller scale like that is much more manageable. It's less sort of invasive to your day-to-day life. It's easier to sort of change small things. And as I sort of said at the start, like it, it needs to be in line with the person that you want to become. And if you have that thought, like you said, you're, you don't want to become the person who doesn't work out. You are the person that shows up no matter what, even if you've got a hangover, even if there's a fucking storm outside, even if you've got fucking COVID, whatever the fuck's going on, you're the person who shows up and does the workout no matter what's going on. So that's the type of person that you are. So having that sort of mindset to be that person with those habits is, is key. I think for me, the two things are routine, morning routine. Uh, without my morning routine, I'm a fucking shambles. Like if I don't get up and do my morning routine, I may as well just write the whole down, go off the bed. Like it's just so, it sets me up for the day. And it actually came from, I can't remember the name of the book, but basically in the book, it talks about, it might be the power of habit. It talks about Michael Phelps, um, obviously 
one of the most, or if not the most decorated Olympian of all time. And he talks about how he sets himself up every single day by having wins along the way. So whether it's make your bed, have your breakfast, everything that he does as a box to tick from his daily routine is a win for him. So it means that if something goes wrong along the lines, along the line, he still won. He still won that many times that that one thing that's gone wrong won't affect. And the story that it tells in the book is it was coming up to race okay. there. Or it's coming up to race there, or whatever it was. Um, and everything was run as normal. He did his routine. He did his warm up routine. He did his stretching, whatever he did. And it came to the race. And as soon as he hit the water, his goggles filled with water, so he couldn't see. But he had done that. He had done it that many times. He knew exactly how many strokes he needed to get to the end and how many he needed to get to the back. And he ended up breaking the world record that because it was just so ingrained in him because it was a habit and it didn't affect him that he couldn't see because he knew exactly what he was doing. So having that like win, 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 win. If one thing throws you off, and I actually had this conversation with Heath. Uh, last week if you say you have 150 wins across the day for whatever they are and one loss you're not going to let that loss control your day everything else has been a win so that sort of you know having that sort of mindset or that relationship with habits and the things that you do will put you sort of in that place of becoming better one thing I, I like to see too was over the holiday time frames which is one of the most challenging times you know for for a lot of folks in, in eating specifically right and obviously eating is going to be our problem right for for everybody for, for the most part we're either not eating enough or we're eating too much right and that's where our bodies come from and obviously not doing the habits that allow us to eat less and or enjoy what we want to eat but do within the confines of some reasonable uh, reasonable um calories and what was awesome to see with the the fam chat was that you know everybody there felt comfortable eating within confines you know and some ate more than less and they were right back on it again the next day right and it's it's you know if you're if you're gonna fall off of your habit, just get back onto that habit, right? You know, it, it the the problem that you run into is like, well, it's just gonna be one day or I'm not gonna work out. Okay, well, it's gonna be two days. Never let two days go by missing a training, right? You know, like like th that is becoming your new habit. So you you have to break the cycle of going back to your original bad habits. And enforcing the good habits that you're doing uh, as you're going along, and that's and, and I'm not saying that's easy to do. You know, um, you know, Huberman explains there's a part of our brain that that allows us to kind of coast, and and it gives you resistance when you want to go to do things that are like the gym, for example, or you know, other areas. Our brains actually fight us a bit on that, um, but you know, you have to overcome that and start to build those new habits and tell yourself. No, like I don't want to go, but it's I have to do it. I'm gonna go and do it. Just like you brush your teeth, just like you get up and you take a shower. Hopefully, you know I know at DefCon sometimes <laughs> that isn't the, the always the the case for for most folks using deodorant showering, but um, you know we we have to do these types of things because it's a daily ritual that we do. Working out ritual that we do, eating and tracking calories, thing, you know habit that we do. So these are habits that we instill in ourselves that give us the success of these short and long-term goals of what we want to accomplish. And so the way Huberman breaks it down is that he breaks it down into, into three phases of the day, phase one, phase two, and phase three. Now, it's not really important to, to, to follow this specific one. If you want to listen to his whole podcast, go for it. But what's important to note is that uh, for setting habits, um, especially things that are going to be more physical in nature, getting your workouts done in the morning is is more desirable to to establish those habits. So if you can get a workout done in the morning, early a.m., what he considers, I think, the the zero to nine hours of, of when you from when you wake 
um, that's the most important time to start to set those habits that you want to accomplish from a healthy lifestyle perspective. You know, whether that's, you know, not eating until 11 or 10, 10, 11 o'clock, and that's a habit you're starting, or you're going to get a workout in, or you're going to get your walk in. Um, you know, that's, that's really important. Uh, sunlight is also important from a dopamine production perspective. So getting some natural sunlight or using one of these little bright lights that, that light up here. I have one of them right here. That's not turning on, but, uh, there it is. There it is. Um, like, last, you like last week and you're like, when you have a book, but this isn't the book, this is a gable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's, 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 the, it's breaking things down into different parts of the day. And then the phase two is when you start to kind of wind down, uh, you know, and, and, and start to get more to the relaxing states to get you prepared for bed. And then the phase three is the, the bedtime. So, you know, creating habits that, that are cyclical in fact, um, you know, that are done at the same time, uh, and they, they also are some are roughly around the same time. Uh, and they also establish those habits to go and do. And he also said, you know, it can also help to visualize, um, you know, you working out and the after effects of it, how you feel afterwards. I know I feel great after I'm not working. I'm like, I accomplished this. I did this. Even if I didn't want to, I was still there and I did it. Um, you know, he said, uh, you know, going through that in your mind of what the actual workout entails. And then the after effects of that also helps build those brain uh, pathways to allow you to start to establish those habits more pleasant, um, pleasant for for you as you're going through and doing them. So, you know, consider getting yourself into a regular regimen. Don't be YOLO all the time. You know, if, if you're going to work out twice a week for resistance training and it's every Monday and Wednesday, do it every Monday and Wednesday. You know, do not miss a Monday or Wednesday. Don't push it off till Thursday. Like I... You know, this is actually one of the tough things that that my 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 wife struggled with at first. You know, with this whole whole program is because you know we'd have busy days, and I'm like, hey, I have to, I have to go get my lift in. She's like, it's just one day. Don't worry about it. You can just go tomorrow. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't you don't understand. No, like, you don't get I'm it. Getting, you don't get it. <laughs> you don't get it. Like, no, I have to get my lift in today. Like, like if 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 it's gonna be at midnight, I'm getting my lift in today at midnight. You know, like that's gonna happen. I hate lifting at night, but there's nights that I have to do it because I just have so much shit going on throughout the day. So you know, I do not miss a training. I, do, I don't, unless I'm hurt. You know, that's the only time that, that I'll miss and it. And then even then, you still don't really miss it? That's true. I just, t- I just tell you that, I, that, I, that I'm not doing it. I'm really doing it. So, <laughs> Cardboard band has camera eyes. I see, <laughs> see what's going on. <laughs> yeah. um, what I would like to say about that, uh, Hugh Rubin's last podcast, is number one, he talked a lot about the benefits of cardiovascular training. And we all know how I feel about that. So much so, and he sold it to me. And I don't like. I mean, obviously, he's not in any way affiliated with Soda. I came back. I was out on a walk. Whenever I was, I was voicing, yeah, I listened to it, and I ordered a Concept Two bike because I feel like I need to do more cardio. In the Look morning. at this! So, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you, man. Ooh, this is great. Yeah, great. I can't wait. <laughs> but the what I'm trying to say is, you know, having that. That so my goal with that is I'm going to do 20 minutes every morning, and that like I'm going to do it every single morning, and that will be my new habit. One thing that you mentioned there was about enjoying it, and he refers to those as linchpin habits. So he talks about if you have a habit that you enjoy doing, you can build other habits off the back of that. So the easiest yes. example for that is you saying that you enjoy training. So that makes it easier to drink all your fucking water, do all your steps, you know, track all your food, eat well. It makes all those things easier because they're in line with that habit and still, again, like I said, the person that you want to become. And something again that you mentioned about doing it in the morning, this is something that I have sort of noticed over my entire time coaching is people who you one or the other type of person, you either like training in the morning or you like training in the evening that you're not, there's no in the middle of you. It's one or the other. I do not like training in the morning. I'm obviously fortunate enough that I don't have to do it and I can sort of play with my own schedule. But 
people who have to train in the morning because of work commitments and whatever else, if they do not get that session in the morning, there's no way they're getting in the rest of the day. If you are a morning yeah. person and you have a good, that's the only time that you have to get a session in. What happens is work happens, family life happens, stress, everything comes up, excuses all day long. It gets to the evening and you're like, no, fuck that. So if you're the person that can only train in the morning, do not miss that morning session. Don't hit the snooze yeah. button, get up and get the session done because that is the only time that you're going to do it. And that is one thing that I have recognized. People are like, oh, maybe I'll start training in the afternoon. I'm like, it won't happen. Like, yeah, try it for a week and they're like, oh, I didn't get my sessions in. I'm like, right, okay, back in the morning. Then. So, yeah, if that's your time and that's whenever you feel best and that's your, you know, as you said, your habit, your routine, then then that's it. Um, one thing that I was sort of listening to um, just before actually we come on here, it was about the, thinking about it in a different way. So similar to what I was talking about with the, the running, you say, for example, the goal is weight loss. The reason that you're overweight is because you don't have good eating habits. The say another one is financial freedom. The reason that you don't have financial freedom is because you don't have good financial habits. So if you can start to nail those habits and get better at those, then you become that person at the end of it. So it's not necessarily that you need to lose weight. You need to have better eating habits. And once you nail that, then you get the weight loss as a byproduct. But the same with the financial freedom one. You know, if you get better at managing your money, then by the end of it, you're more financially free. So it's about thinking yeah. about it almost in the other direction perspective again on everything yeah trying to find what can support those habits in a positive light right uh, and then everything else kind of falls in line with it that's very much how i built you know what i do i, I enjoy lifting I, I really do and now i hate lifting at night I, I just you know for me um nighttime is is starting to unwind you know i have a lot going on with like coaching kids and basketball and baseball and softball and soccer and whatever else and so you know for me like i just want to relax you know i want to hit the hot tub hit the sauna um, go and chill and, and start to unwind for the day to, to get ready for the next day to train. And so if I if I miss either the morning or afternoon, so like days that I have cardio, so I have cardio Monday, Wednesday, Friday for, for Orange Theory for, for high-intensity interval training, um, I'll, I'll do my cardio in the morning with my wife. And then in the afternoon, uh, usually either at lunch or a little bit afterwards, I'll take a lunch break. And uh, I'll get my lift in, and I and I enjoy that routine, right? Uh, you know, it gives me enough time to be able to recover from the cardio, get enough food in to replenish, uh, let my body digest it, and then from there I'm hitting the ground running. You know, from that like right after our podcast here at one, yeah, I haven't eaten any lunch, but I, you know, I had a really good good breakfast to recover from that. I'll go hit the gym, work out hard, and then I'll um, eat my lunch. You know, a little bit later, probably like around three three thirty. Um, and then, you know, eat my dinner a little bit later, like around seven, uh, try to stop eating around eight. Um, so, you know, it, it all kind of works itself out for my schedule and, and, and it fits with me, but all of those habits are things that I've developed based on my schedule, based on what I prefer to do, uh, and, and focusing on what I really enjoy doing, which is, which is the lifting aspects of things. Um, except yesterday, except yesterday, lifting those plates downstairs, I almost died. But, uh, <laughs> for those that don't know, I, I, uh, I've been increasing weight, which is great, right? You know, you're increasing the weights, but which also means I'm running out of plates. So especially for my legs, my legs are strong, um, you know, but, uh, you know, so so I'm, I'm running out of weights on leg press and uh, on the um, squat machine. And it sucks having to remove like 700 pounds, 800 pounds, 900 pounds off of the leg press machine to move over to the squat machine. So it's like taking up my entire gym time because I'm, I'm literally fucking moving plates all the time, you know, uh, you know, so. I bought these hundred pound 50 kg, uh, plates that came on a pallet and they're heavy. They are 
really, really heavy. And I, I ordered six of them, and they come in these double wrap boxes, and it's like it's like twenty degrees outside. I'm in shorts. I'm freezing. My hands are numb. I'm trying to cut these things, and they weigh you know a bazillion pounds, and I have to carry them all the way downstairs, and then I have to load them up. It was it was I. I you know, I'd already done back that day, and I had to lift those six 100-pound plates. I literally was done for the rest of the day. And then I took my tree down, and I had to chop it with a chainsaw, which was actually fun. Um, but, uh, you know, it, like literally, I was, I was spent yesterday. But those are the habits that, you know, uh, you know, from a routine perspective that I follow to a T if I can. And if I miss it, again, I, if, if I miss that window, I will still get it in. I don't, do not allow myself to not get a training day in. That story about the plates, honestly. I, I mean, it was your own fault. Still, me. It was. It was definitely. Good my last week, he was like, I, own, I ordered four. And I'm like looking at the picture, and like, there's definitely six in that picture. Right? <laughs> there's six. But there, anyway, there six there. So you got them downstairs anyway. Were you able to get them on the machine? Because I was thinking, like, that's yeah. a heavy weight to lift. Like, it was to put on the machine. So, so the the last plate. Uh, so what what I what I was my rationale should have been do the higher ones first because my muscles would be more refreshed then, but I did the lower ones first. By the time I got to the the uh, third and fourth plate, it was hit or miss. It was touch or go whether or not it was actually going to make it up on there. And I'm like, I'm like <laughs> you know, and I, I finally got it up there. Uh, I was swearing. There's a lot of swear words co- coming out. I was like, you can up and do it, Dave. Let's go. Come on. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to make it. But I got I got them up there. So. <laughs> and then I built the... Uh, the new rogue bench that I got because uh, my tonal bench was was uh, falling apart, so I had to build all those uh, yesterday too. Which you know anything rogue is quality, but a royal pain they asked to put together. I still have nightmares at night that I'm still building this, out rogue gear. <laughs> I said this the other day. Anybody, anytime anybody asks me how long I think it's going to take, so Dominic, the guy that always comments, the one person that always comments on our YouTube. Number one, thanks for being a supporter. Yeah. But number two, he sent me foot all these boxes, being like. I think I'll be able to get this done today, and I was like, "No, three days minimum. There's no way. There's no way you'll get all that shit done today." Obviously, I have no experience, and I'm just going by by what you you're saying. But, um, yeah. Well, I think the best thing that you can do in that situation is just don't order any more equipment, and then you'll not need to build anything. That's not. That's not happening. <laughs> that's not. That's not happening. I'm already on that. I was. What do you think I've been doing? This, I've been sh- shopping Rogue's website this entire time I'm on the podcast. So you're going to order a Concept Three bike because I ordered one. <laughs> I, I ordered two just in case, you know, just, I'm going to do 10 on one and 10 on the other. You can't sit on two. <laughs> anyway, right. So back to habits. So where I have no idea where we are now in terms of habits. So we got to the point where, right, we understand what we're trying to do, how we're going to do it. Small changes over time. The next part of Who Moons Lab podcast. Well, I guess actually the one thing, you know, from a habits perspective, number one, if you haven't read Atomic Habits, please do, because it will literally yeah. change your life. Genuinely, like one of the best books that has literally influenced my life. Um, and actually a good point to note on that. I was listening to something earlier on. I'm pretty sure it was James Clear. Um, it was that motivational thing that I was talking about with the background is a guy doing pistol squats on top of a roof. And I'm like, I'm all, I'm <laughs> trying to get on the roof here. But anyway, so what he was saying is, it's about creating, number one, making them sexy. So making it easy to do. So for example, if I want to read more, make it easy for me to read. If I want to learn a guitar, put a guitar in the middle of the room that I have to step around it so it's there. So don't make it difficult. And having that so it's like right in front of you. Um, we talked about the uh, linchpin habits. So things that you enjoy doing, you can build habits off the back of. The other thing that he, he mentioned that I thought was interesting perspective was we are building habits all the time 
subconsciously yeah. we are building habits yep. all the time and we're more in control of that than we think so whether we're building a good habit or a bad habit everything that we do on a daily basis every interaction that we have everything that we do will eventually become a habit if we do it over and over again in repetition so we're more in control of those things than we actually think we are so if we catch ourselves on with that whether it's a good habit or a bad habit then we'll know what way we're going with it and how to sort of change it or how to and i think the same sort of thing you know if it is a bad habit it's the opposite of make it sexy, like make it difficult. Do you know what I mean? If it is, I don't have, uh, if I don't want to eat chocolate, then, well, number one, don't have it in the house, but put it far away so it's not always in front of your face, like things like that to make it difficult for you to to do the bad habits. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, for me, like uh, my, one of my bad habits was wheat thins. You know, like I just, I just stop, pound you know, wheat thins. Yet? I stopped buying them. I, I, I haven't had wheat thins in the house for like, a week and a half, so I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, taking that habit away from me, and uh, you know my my habit is I'll eat you know like uh, some some crackers or something like that late at night, you know if I want to play video games. It's just been a habit of mine for years and years and years. So you know I'm breaking that habit, um, and um, so you know uh, it's been been good. You know if I don't have them in the house, I don't have them, and then. You know, you start looking at other things. You're like, well, you know, if I'm really hungry, I can have some some you know beef jerky or something like that. That's great, you know, uh, instead of of going further for those uh, chips or crackers or whatever. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 those those little changes and moving things away from you that are the bad habits. Uh, and what's interesting, you know, what I found interesting on on one of the podcasts uh, that Huberman had a couple couple podcasts ago, and he talked about um, our our brain's ability to learn. Uh, and there's a part of our brain, and the you know the parts of the brain are the names are escaping me. But it's basically uh, the brain that kind of has neural pathways into our entire brain. Like there's certain functions that our brains have that, you know, they, like they're kind of segmented and closed off. They have certain types of functions that they handle. And this one part of the brain basically can listen to all the data coming in from our brains and then, you know, basically train our brain in a way that allows us to get better at things. So, for example, sports. First time you probably try to hit a baseball, you probably missed, right? You're not great at baseball unless you practice. Same thing for basketball. You know, these 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 NBA players practice all day long, you know, and that's the, how they get better because they practice all day long. That's your brain actually improving your skill, saying, oh, I missed that shot. I need to recalculate next time in order to hit that objective. And that's why... It's about like lifting, for example. You talk about the the muscle mind connection, uh, uh, you know, the the mind muscle connection that happens when you start to lift and train over time. It's it's like learning a new sport. You know, you start to you know come down on a bench press and you you squeeze your you know your 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 chest. You're getting that that contraction as as things are going in. You're getting that 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 strain on your on your um, on your chest. And so you know it's it's learning those things over time and and improving on them over time, right? And that's very similar to what we're doing here with the habits. We're starting off small. We're hitting that baseball for the first time, and it's hard. You know, it's it's difficult. It's difficult to hit that baseball because we've never done it before. But you start to do it again and again and again, and you have a trainer. Uh, and I'm not saying Ben is a trainer, but a trainer is you know knowledge and data of how to do this successfully and, and creating these small habits that that continuously move you forward in that habit to create that new habit, and then from there supporting that habit with other things. Right? You know, if you're if you're into baseball, hey, going and getting a coach or going to baseball and going to a, a batting cage to get more more pitches, you know, pitches in so you can do a hit uh, or learning how to slide for the first time to improve your game. You know, these are things that we do to support, you know, what we want to accomplish from a specific task that we enjoy doing. Now, you may say, hey, I don't enjoy working out. Very, very fair. But you can still establish that habit and look at it in a positive way. And the way that I look at it is, you know, 
who I am today is not who I am tomorrow. And, you know, I want to be, you know, at a certain point, you know, you know, larger, have muscles, things like that, more muscle. I want to keep building more muscle. Um, that's my goal, right? So, so who I am today, I'm happy with who I am today, but I want to be somebody better tomorrow. And so that, that, that vision of, of the positivity that I've had with a success here and the win that I've had success with all the habits that I've built now, I only want to amplify that now, right? So I, I look at working out in a positive manner, even though today I really didn't want to go, I'm still happy that I did it. You know, it was like you mentioned before, I checked that box. It was a win for me today. I did not fail in my, in my, in my habit. Now, if I would have failed, by the way, I would have made sure hot damn, even though I don't work out on, uh, do, don't do cardio on Tuesdays, I would have got my ass there Tuesday, you know, because I don't miss days, right? So, you know, it's, it's having that dedication and commitment to your habits to allow that to be successful with what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely agree. And I think one point that I wanted to touch on just was sort of going back to what you were saying about we think a lot of the sort of stuff I've been reading up about on habits is about the sort of cue and the trigger and the reward. So obviously, you know, the cue for you on that is maybe playing video games and the routine is that you go and get the wheat things yes. and you get it to bang and you go and that's your reward. And you're talking about the dopamine hit. So yep. there's actually a lot of science behind the it's not necessarily the snack, for, for example, the wheat thins that gives you the dopamine. It's the the being and the anticipation of getting the trigger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you can then, as you said, swap that for something else like beef jerky, you're still in that same sort of loop and that pattern, and it'll still give you the same or similar satisfaction. But it's just being aware of what your triggers are, and you can't have the trigger without the cue. So if the cue is going to play video games, you know right away that you're like your body's moving towards to get the wheat thins, and you yeah. know that yeah. that's your that that's your routine and that's your habit. So being able to break those is probably the hardest thing. Flip side of that is for a good habit, then you set the same thing up. You know what I mean? You set the triggers of the positive. You know whether it's training them or talking about eating well and whatever else. So if you break down how habits actually work, it's much easier to then hack them. Yeah, and, and, and remember that, that these habits take time to create, right? Um, it's not going to happen in a day. But if you do one day, it should start to become a habit, hopefully within 20 to 30 days, right? You know, that's where your, your body's adjusted to that habit. It's building on that habit, and it's a focus of yours, right? You know, that's why I, I, get, I get, you know, people uh, have mentioned to me several times, like, hey, man, when you go in, you go all in, right? You know, like, like whether it's, you know, whiskey and bourbon or whether it's business or life or whatever, you know, like coaching my son's basketball. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you a prime example of how my, my mind works and how I switch. So I, I've never coached my you know basketball for my kids. I know a lot about basketball, um, but I've never coached. And, and uh, primarily that was due to my travel schedule, speaking, things like that. Obviously, COVID uh, changed a lot of that. Um, I'm already very busy with my workout routines, my health, you know, my family, everything else. And I got asked to coach this year for my son's basically final year um, in basketball for, for sixth grade because seventh grade you go into um, – uh, high school uh, or uh, sports uh, coaches that are in the school. And so, um, you know, I, I, I sat there and thought about it and I said, listen, you know, time commitment wise, I need to go all in on this to give the boys, you know, the, the attention that they need so that they can be successful in this. So if, if I'm committing to this, I'm committing all my time to this, you know, so that they can be successful in their journey. And, and I need a lot. I, I have to learn a lot. I have to, you know, surround myself with people that are coaches as well. So I can learn, you know, uh, things to do and, you know, you know, and I, and, 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 and I committed myself to that. Right. 
And I said, yes, I will, I will, I'll, I'll be a coach. And guess what? You know, this year has been phenomenal. We've, the kids are doing great. You know, we have a great record. You know, we're, we're competing against, you know, you know, great teams and, and we're having a lot of fun with it. And, and, and it's because, and it, obviously it's, it's because of the boys and the work that they put in and the continual integrate, you know, iterations that we do, like just the other day in basketball, there's this thing called a, a, a press breaker and a press. Okay. So, uh, a press is, you know, you basically have a bunch of kids that basically try to knock the ball out and, and create pressure, press short for pressure, um, and, and get the kids flustered. So they have turnovers, uh, especially when they're inbounding the ball, um, usually from a shot or something like that that happened or a foul. And so, uh, press is like one of the, the hardest things for young kids to deal with because you're getting a lot of pressure. You have two kids on you. They're trapping you. They're smacking the ball away from you. You're getting flustered. You have to figure out what to do. Right. And so. You know, the, the first, you know, uh, and I, I knew this is an issue going into the season. And I literally drilled through these kids. They hated it, but I drilled these kids press breaker, press breaker, press breaker, press breaker. And we, it, it was just, you know, the first time they did it, it was clunky. It was horrible. It looked like shit. You know, the, you know, and, and not, not because of the kids, it's just they haven't done it before. You know, they're learning something new. And so we kept going through iteration after iteration after iteration after iteration. And it was just second nature to them. They, they knew where to throw the ball. They knew where the person was going to be. They knew where they had to move to. And it, it finally became a habit for them, right? You know, that, that, that solidified a specific thing for them that they can do. And guess what? As soon as I say press breaker, they don't look at the pressure. They look at the play of that they're, that they're doing there and they just follow that same regiment that they did before. And guess what? You know, we played this, this really hard team, um, uh, this weekend. And they tried pressing us twice, and we had two fast breaks and scored based off of that. And never pressed us again, right? You know, all of that training that we put into there allowed us to to get to that point to be successful. But for me, when I when I accept, accept something, it is it is all in for me because you know I want to be successful at what I do, right? And that's the thing with like diets and shit like that, right? You know, like if if, if you're looking at a diet, you're not going to be successful because the diet isn't the problem, right? It's your habits that are the problem. It's your mindset that is the problem. And it's creating those habits to support them. If you want to diet because you have all these awesome habits and you want to support faster weight loss, and you want, you want to try keto, cool, go for it. You know, because you already have those habits established and you want to play with things and mess with things, that's fine. But at the end of the day, if you're just looking at it at, at this as, well, what's the diet that I need to do? What's the resistance training program that I need to do? What what's the equipment that I need proof? to buy? What supplements do you take, right? You're not looking at this in the right perspective. You need to look at this as I need to build habits that will make me successful in this. And then, you know, supplements come in and then, you know, resistance training comes in. You don't even need supplements like creatine and protein and multivitamin. You're good. And some omega threes, you know, um, you know, and, and so all of these things, you know, start to, to support that habit that you've created, as Ben mentioned. And that's the most important piece of all of this is create those habits and then support those habits. Yeah, I think a point to sort of touch on what you're saying there about, you know, realizing that what the issue is and it's your habits and it's not because you're on the wrong diet or you're doing the wrong training plan or it's somebody else's fault. Once you have the balls to accept that you're the problem, then you can also realize that you're the solution. And yep. having that sort of light bulb moment will literally change your life. It's maybe hard to accept. And I've sort of talk, touched on it a couple of times when I've been on initial calls with clients and, you know, they have this sort of like epiphany, like shit, right? I'm the problem. It's not, you know, it's not this and it's not working. It's not because I'm busy. It is all those things, but that comes down to them and their time management and whatever else. So if you can sort of know that you're the problem, but you're also the solution and you're going to get yourself out of it and then build the habits off the back of that. Um, and I think probably a lot of stuff that you're saying about, you know, basketball and even training and whatever else, everything comes down to reps 
whether it's reps in the gym, whether it's reps and showing up every day, whether it's your steps, repetition, 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 and it becomes second nature. Like going yeah. and getting your steps is easy now. It's just a part of your your day to day life. The stuff that you do, you don't even think about. Do you know what I mean? Your alarm gets Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Your alarm goes off. You get up. You go to your Siri. Yeah. You're not like, oh, I do. shit, it's Monday. What the fuck's going on? Oh, you go to your Siri. Yeah. You know you do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because that's part of your life. Like yep. you don't. It, it's a habit. I set my alarm the exact same time. You know, I you know I wake up at the exact same time. I take my pre-workout 20 minutes before I go so I can use the bathroom so I'm not, not blowing up the toilets at the uh, Orange Theory gym. You know, and uh, so, you know, I have these exact habits that I've created throughout this whole process that, that is that is what I do for my... It's just like brushing my teeth. Yep. Yeah, and I think, you know, it, the, the sort of definition of a habit is this things that you do sort of subconsciously without even thinking and, you know, brushing your teeth is a prime example. Like, And again, yeah. it comes down to my morning routine. I get up, I pee, I wear myself, I brush my teeth, then I come down... I'm not getting into it, but yeah. Well, I'm going to add 20 minutes of cardio into it, and I sort of <laughs> don't know how that's going to go. Um, but yeah, being able to build that and build upon it is is also much easier, and it, it, not necessarily in the linchpin habits thing, but once you sort of establish one habit and one routine, adding something into that isn't as difficult. So it won't be that difficult for me to add in 20 minutes of cardio because I'll just yeah. find a time slot for it, and it'll come after something and before something else, and it'll, it'll hopefully set me up for my day, or I'll be lying here asleep. And, and what you're what you're talking about here, Ben, is is it's a big deal for you, right? And 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 right now it's a habit that you don't like doing, yeah. right? Because you hate cardio, but yeah. that will change in 20 days. You know that'll change in 30 days if you make it a habit. You're supporting everything else around your your habit of of wanting to be healthy and wanting to be, um, you know, uh, a better person and 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 to, to help yourself, right? So that will change, you know, as you go through that. You're not going to be dragging ass. You know, for six months, that would be horrible, right? So your your patterns of behavior, your mind does change in these things. I enjoy going to Orange Theory. I'll tell you, it, Orange Theory probably took me a little bit longer. You know, I, one thing I liked about that was I can go with my wife, right? So it was good time with her that we're working together for our own health goals and benefits and things like that. So I always really enjoyed that. And when she when she got me a gift card for Christmas, I'm like, ah, this like, it's, it's, it's like all there is is like girls there and they're all just like running and it's just like i just want to lift heavy stuff and throw it down and you know and, and she's like just go with me and, and entertain and i'm like fine fine and i i liked it right you know it was it was a fun you know thing i could see my heart rate i you know there was it, it kept it you know broken up enough to where i was continuously you know doing different things that were you know like challenging and you know there's other guys there so i can i can pretend to beat them you know so you know, like it, it started, it started to change very quickly. And, you know, the, the big catalyst for me was that gift card. You know, I, I think it was like a $150 gift card, which was like, you know, two months or three months or whatever it ends up being, you know, for, for a membership. And I'm like, I'm not going to waste the money. So I'm going to go for these three months. And then afterwards, if I don't like it, I don't like it, but it became a habit, you know, and, and, you know, it became one of those things where I enjoyed doing it. And now I don't even think about, you know, yes, I was dragging ass this morning, but when I go to Orange Theory, it's not like I'm thinking of like, oh, I got to go to Orange Theory. It's like, oh, I'm, I got, I got to go to Orange Theory, you know, and, and I go there. I don't, I don't, I don't like dread getting on the treadmill. I know I have to go on the treadmill. I know that I hit the, you know, the five button to start warming up. You know, it's, it's literally like brushing my teeth at this point in time. Same thing for, for lifting weights. Like I know what day it is. I know what they have to do. You know, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just one of those things where it changes as you, you build more time on it. I'll tell you, um, another story on the basketball side of the house for these kids, you know, we made a rule and this is very common in, in coaching. Is if you miss practice, you don't get to play very much time on the and the games, because if you're not putting the time in to better yourself, I'm not going to play the kids that aren't putting the time in. I'm going to put play the kids that are putting the time in to better themselves. Right now, obviously, that's kind of somebody coaching you 
in that way, right? And that's that's what you're obviously doing here, Ben. You know, which is you know, hey, you need to get this in, you need to do this, you need you know, helping the motivation side, but it also you know lets the kids know from a responsibility perspective that you know if you put the work in, you know, you're going to get better and you're going to play, right? And and that's an important piece to know around habits is that you know the more that you do these habits and that you establish these habits, one they absolutely get easier. You know, one of the big questions I get is, I'm too sore. Well, guess what? You know, you know, if you work out more than two weeks at a time, you know, like, you know, if you consistently do resistance training, that, that doms, that, that, the, the soreness that you get, uh, it goes away. Like I'm rarely ever sore, you know, like I'm, I'm tired, I'm weak, you know, cause my muscles are fatigued, but I'm not sore. I don't get the soreness where I can't walk up the stairs or, you know, things like that. Um, you know, there are times <laughs> where I can't walk up the stairs. <laughs> I, uh, cannot wait until I actually get to put you through a session and that will change. I can guarantee I'm not, a, yeah, yeah, well, I, yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is, it'll be, <laughs> you don't sound like you're looking forward to it, uh, that it'll be probably, it'll probably actually be almost exactly two years since I coached one-to-one, so I am looking forward to it. And it's not, it's funny because I see other coaches and January's a fucking total shit show in the gym, so, you know, the past couple of days have been mm. an eye-opener. And I was very conscious, like I have made statements before about, you know, not judging other people in the gym and whatever else, but... If I'm looking at coaches, then they have a certain responsibility. Like the person who's paying them, number one, is paying yeah. them for your time. So at least look fucking interested in the person. But number yeah. two, they are literally trusting you with their health. So yeah, the total side note, but you know, some people think that coaching should just be, yeah, yeah. So some, th- some people think that coaching should just be you coming to the gym and being put through an hour of hell and unable to walk down the stairs, which yes and no like you want to go and you want to work hard but it's not just a case of drilling you into the ground for sake of drilling you into the ground and i always take yeah. great satisfaction in people leaving feeling like they have really worked out so accomplished worked out yeah yeah so i mean i'm looking forward to you being unable to walk up the stairs i can't wait i can't wait yeah no i i fully believe it you know whenever i send you a video i'm like i know he's gonna tell me to go slower i'm like Fuck! It hurts when I go slower, though. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, the tempo is important, but uh, no, those, those habits are. I think uh, you know, when we talk about habits, you know, it's not easy at first, and, and, and we're not we're not saying, you know, it is. It, it, you know, it, it absolutely is is fighting how your brain is wired. You're reprogramming your brain, very similar to how you'd have to reprogram an application. It's not easy, right? It's complex. Um, there are new neurons that need to be written, you know, and, 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 you know, fire in different locations and, and new pathways, you know, uh, you know, uh, push through. So it's going to take some time for you to get through to these habits and to start to enjoy them and then support them. So for me, you know, when, when, when someone says, Hey, you go all in. Yeah, you're, you're right. I make that my habit, right? You know, that is my habit of what I do, whether that's collecting whiskey, then I go all in and that makes my, my habit, right? Or if it's, you know, I'm at work and, 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 you know, devoting my time to that, you know, it's, or being a good family person, uh, that's my habit, right? You know, I, I program myself to go all in on these things and, and, and I do not, uh, accept things that I know I'm not going to be able to do a hundred percent. You know, if it's, if it's something that is, you know, Hey, uh, Dave, I need you to, you know, um, come out to the speaking engagement. Sorry, I'm not traveling right now. It's going to impact, you know, everything else that I have from a habit perspective, you know? So, you know, I, I make those decisions, um, now based off of what my habits are and to support those habits, uh, in a, in a positive manner. So if, if something's going to impact my habits negatively, I won't do them. Now I will say, you know, my bourbon habit, bourbon habit, 
um, has been very massively impacted by this, which is a good thing. Uh, yeah, I never had a problem with alcohol, but I like collecting it. And so I stopped collecting alcohol and I'm collecting gym equipment now. So, you know, it, you know, hobbies and habits can also intermix as well. And you can kind of fade away on the hobby side of the, the bourbon stuff. I still got a lot of great bourbon, but, uh, and we're going to be, be sharing but some of that when you come over here. At least now you're collecting it. I'm not drinking it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's That's an right. actual collection now and you're not just going through it. Cause one of my, it actually is a collection. Yeah. 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 Um, the, the, and I might totally fuck this up, but one of the things that uh, Andrew Huberman talked about in the podcast today was limbic friction. And this is sort of what I'm thinking about that I'm going to face whenever it comes to the cardio. Um, because I, I don't enjoy it. And do you know what? Whether I do or do not enjoy it and whether that's just something I've told myself over the years is yet to be seen. But in my head, I'm not going to, I'm not going to enjoy it. And I already have that sense of like friction as a, oh, I don't want to do it. And, it's going to be hard and blah, 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 blah. But like you, I enjoy going all in because I don't think there's any point in just half-assing things. Like always use your full yeah. ass. But another thing that I know about myself is I will become addicted to the feeling that it gives me and I will become addicted to the wanting to become better. And that is yeah. what I'm most excited for about it. Yes, it's going to be shit. Yes, it's going to be tough. Yes, I'm not going to want to do it. Yes, I'm going to hate it whenever I get on it at first. But I know that it puts me in a position as to something of I can achieve this, I can get better at this, I can overcome my I hate cardio thing. Um, and obviously it's yep. something that's going to give me a better quality of life as well on top of all that. Absolutely. I mean, the cardiovascular benefits, the health benefits of cardio, it's, it's, you know, it's unmirrored, you know, it's, um, you know, it's going to let, let you live longer uh, and feel better about yourself too with energy, everything else that goes along with it. So I'm a huge advocate of cardio. I like cardio. Um, let me rephrase it. No one likes. Well, there are people that actually like cardio. I don't like cardio, but I enjoy you the benefits it. You like of the cardio. Feeling of it. It's not actually liking actually doing it, but afterwards right. you like the feeling of it. So Correct. It's, it's that dopamine hit, which is the it's just, effect. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, it's it's a satisfaction too. If you know, hey, I just I, I put the work in to go and do this, right? You know, I mean, afterwards you're high fiving. You know, my you know my wife and I, you know, I say good job, great job. You know, give her a hug or whatever. We're all sweaty. You know. Um, you know, so it, you know, it, it's, it's the accomplishment of doing something like that. And then knowing that it's, it's supporting that habit of living longer, being there for my family, growing my muscles, what I want to accomplish, um, with all those, so it's setting those habits in to be able to go and do it. Yeah. I think uh, an actual very valid point to note is I, I tweeted yesterday about why do you work out and obviously got a lot of number one, hilarious, hilarious responses. Mm -hmm. But people who, you know, have maybe been in a position before where they've been hospitalized, they've been sick for ages or their body just hasn't been functioning and now they can do those things. And literally the reason that they work out is because they can. So, I mean, yeah. even, you know, being in a privileged enough position that I can go and work out and you can go and work out and I can do cardio if I want to sort of taking that yeah. for granted. Like, you know, we are a privilege, much more privileged than, you know, other people who, who actually physically yeah. can't do it. So another reason to do it is because you physically can. Well, that's right. I did a tweet recently and I said, listen, you, you don't need an expensive gym to do what we're doing here. Right. And, and I wanted to make sure that I was clear with that. Like this, you know, I, I've obviously invested a lot in my health and everything else. And I have a, a crazy gym and that's, that's because it's fun. It's a hobby. Like to go all in. I, I like to go all in. Right. And, and I have, you know, the financial flexibility to be able to do that. Right. Um, and, and I know not everybody does, right? And, and, and there's different, you know, brackets of, you know, where you come from, where you are, where you're at in life, younger, you know, I, you know, when I was in my twenties, I definitely couldn't, couldn't get a, a gym like that, or even my thirties, you know, late thirties now, I can't, I guess I'm getting old, but, uh, um, it's one of those things where, you know, uh, 
you know, you don't need to to spend a substantial amount. But I, I made sure I put that out there because I don't want people to feel like you know you have to have a a rack and all sort of stuff. You know, literally, listen, you know, you know, Planet Fitness, we we rip on it sometimes just because of its mentality. But it's like twenty bucks a month, if that. And you get, you know, a full gym that has everything that you could ever possibly want in it. It's just a matter of going there. Or if you want to build your own gym, a bench with some dumbbells literally gets you 90% of the way. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's, it's those things that, that, you know, you can make those changes and you don't have to like go on. And, and that's one thing I want to, one last thing I want to hit on really fast is that someone uh, had mentioned, you know, they were, at, they were struggling and they wanted to kickstart, you know, going into 2022 to be successful. And I said, Hey, check out the podcast. And he's like, you know, I, I never listened to the podcast because, you know, I thought it was going to be too advanced and it was only for advanced users. I'm like, listen, no, this is for everybody. Like, you know, whether you're starting off and that's really who needs the most help. The advanced users typically don't need the most help. What are we going to tell an advanced user that is already in their habits? You know, Hey, you should probably take this, this supplement or this, whatever, you know, but you know, it's, it's, it's the, the folks that are, are struggling that, you know, have, have failed throughout their lives or, or are at a spot where they're just plateauing and they need to push past that. That's who we're here for, right? Is, is, is everybody there? I think, again, building those habits and, and doing those small steps make a big difference in the long-term effect of, of everything. Yeah. And I actually saw, I think it was on Twitter that the guy said he thought it was, it was just for high performers. And, you know, I want this to be for everybody. And, you know, it's it's not even just a case of the people who are advanced will get something from it. Like I learn every day from having conversations with you, from being in the chat, like people are absorbing different amounts of information and sharing them. So there's always that sort of, whether you learn something new or somebody challenges something you already believe, like I'm not a person in any way, shape or form that thinks that I know it all, never will I claim to be. And I'm always open to changing my way of thinking unless you're going to talk to me about keto, then I, you know, I'm happy enough. <laughs> those, those raspberry ketones where it's at, man. I think so I, I pulled up our email and diets have lived to see another week, potentially next week that we will touch on that. Um, yeah. And it's funny that the of the top 500 key fitness words searched on Google, how to cancel my Planet Fitness membership was number, number two, number, number two, two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> but yes, one thing that I want to sort of touch on what you're saying about the, you know, you don't need an expensive gym to do that. Like obviously whenever I'm having initial calls with people, people are like, what equipment do I need to, ha to have or what do I need to get? And I'm like, well, what do you have at the minute? And they'll tell me and I'm like, well, we'll just start with that because there's no point in you having to invest in X, Y, and Z and we can make progress with whatever it is you had the past That's three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, I, when, we first, I, when I first showed you my equipment, you're like, and you then I told you to get a kettlebell and you build a gym at the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but yes, it is. We will just start, and then we will see what we need to add. And you know, if it is a case of we add something every so often, then that's absolutely fine. I think you know the past two years of global shit show have allowed many, many coaches, not just me, to get quite creative in their their coaching and their deliverables because. It was easy when everybody was in a gym because it was like, oh yeah, well, everybody has the same equipment, it's fine. And then all of a sudden, you know, when everything went into the first lockdown, people are like, well, I've got this one kettlebell and I think I have a dumbbell. And then I think, you know, my auntie's got this. And if I bring all this together and I have an inflatable palm tree, what can we do? And I'm like, uh, okay, right, we'll make it work. So, you know, we've had this sort of adapt. So anybody who comes to me, I'm like, look, we'll just start with whatever it is you have. And even if it is just a set of resistance bands, or if you do have a bench and some dumbbells, like you can do a lot of shit with that. And then if it does come down the line that you want to invest and get more stuff in, then we can absolutely do that. So don't think you, you're, you need X, Y, and Z to start to change. Like you can do it with, with whatever you have. 
Yep. I'm not going to be one of those tin of beans people, though. Like, I did see a lot of that at the start of lockdown. Go and get yourself two tins of beans and we're going to work out. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. What's, what's tins and beans? Like a can of beans, I guess. Okay. You know, like canned food. Yeah. Like yeah. that. So people were doing workouts with like cans of beans on Instagram and fucking TikTok and shit at the start of the first lockdown. It was crazy. Honestly, the world went a bit, a bit yeah. mad. Boy. Hey. <laughs> Whatever I, I hear, uh, you know, like I mean, like like if you're looking at for some quick stuff, the X3 bar is relatively inexpensive. It's a resistance band bar. Uh, you have TRX systems, which are using body weight, which you know you go into the wall doesn't take up a lot of space. Um, you know, there's there's so many small things that you can just incorporate and, and get that that literally gets you full fledged functionality of a gym. You know, uh, using your own body weight is one thing. I've seen people that are totally jacked as hell. You know, just using their own body weight. Um, you know, I've seen you know just a lot of small things that can make big differences in your routines um, based on you know where your financial situations are or whether or not. So um, you know, just you know, know that you don't have to when you go all in doesn't mean that you you have to go and buy a, a bench and a rack and spend you know thousands of dollars on equipment. Um, that is not what we're advocating for here. Um, you can do it just by making these small changes. And then again, resistance training is very important. But those those habits come when you're starting to build your your solidified you know pillar habits, whatever whatever Huberman called them, um, and then Lynch supporting pin, them with, with habits, linchpin habits. Pin that's it, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 That was it, man. That was good, man. That hour flew by quick, by the way. My it gosh, did. I definitely like we we said at the start. We had so many topics to talk about, and we got one done. We got so one next, done. Like, <laughs> we, <yeah. laughs> next week, we can go through the top ten most searched diets of twenty twenty one because I think that would be good fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, prepare yeah. for that because it's a it's a it's quite a, a spicy thing list. It's gonna be a spicy podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we need to touch on nutrition again anyway. So next week we'll yeah. do that. Yeah, nutrition is another week. We're all going to be talking about how keto is going to change your change your life and uh, you know make it make it for the better, right? Yes. Maybe yeah. I'll even try <laughs> keto myself. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, me neither. I was like, what? Right now, I'm good. <laughs> so, okay. Right. Thanks everybody for listening. As always, if you're not in the Discord, please do find yourself in there anywhere on social media at We Hack Health, and I'll catch you next week. See you next week, everybody. Thanks.